Can you imagine walking to a room and you're like, oh, someone's about to be, this is a massacre site. I, I'm not gonna and lie. And they're like, we're just tie-dying shirts. We're just tie-dying. Blaze break. Welcome to Blaze Break. Yeah, what are we doing today? We are getting right into it. Uh, no messing around. No, no. <laughs> um, we are tie-dyeing and learning different tie-dyeing techniques today. Okay, okay. So, um, the, so, well, first of all, I took a fibers class in college, so I do kind of want to talk about, like, some of the, like, prep things within, okay. like, that, and, um, uh, just kind of certain things to keep in mind with that. And so the different techniques we'll be doing is, uh, regular tie-dye, ice tie-dye, bleach tie-dye, and then a flower paste resist tie-dye is that the one where you were painting the shirt yeah yeah okay. yeah and i'll go through like how each one like the steps to do each one and like what you need that kind of thing and then finally we're going to do an at-home screen printing technique to get like the final look and of course if anybody's interested i will be posting pictures of the process and final results on all our social media which is Blaze Break the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. All right. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Not TikTok yet. Not TikTok. Fuck TikTok. No. Uh, actually, I think that's a lie. I think I do have a TikTok for us. Mm, God I don't know forbid. if I use it, though. <laughs> I fucking hate it. Oh, my God. That's what, um, that's what we were talking about before we were recording. We yeah. were talking about how much we hate TikTok and how it's a, a plight on society. Oh, my God. It's just like... My partner and I, Mike, were talking about um, earlier just the fact that, like, so much of culture is happening and is, like, not, like, controlled, but, like, influenced by TikTok. And so it's weird to see that, like, play out in real time in front of you on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and, and we were even talking about the fact of, like, like, sitting in, like, really niche communities and working with, like, algorithms within social media and that kind of thing. And it being fucking implemented into the architecture of a society. Of our cities! Oh my god, yes! Which we were, you should escape. This is off topic, for sure. But, yes, we were talking about the fact that, like, cities are starting starting to incorporate, like, Instagram moments into their, like, infrastructure, like... For example, Kansas City has been putting these, like, large hearts around different, like, historic parts of Kansas City. I'm so fucking glad I left. <laughs> I'm so fucking glad I left the city. I love the city. I, I know. <laughs> You're the only reason I had returned at yeah. this point. <laughs> All right, Clint. So, back to, back to tie-dyeing. Okay. Have you ever tie-dyed before? One time ten years ago. Ten years ago. And yes. So, we could say no. Yeah, no. What, what, what was the, like setting were you doing it for like school or uh it was a uh a camping like a a, a camping camp thing you know you like go you church, go church camp or like school educational summer camp it was like a summer camp for cross-country runners oh i love that yeah also like that makes so much sense i feel like well first of all i want to talk about the fact that like how much weed culture and cross-country runners like how much that like Kind oh hell of yeah! Crosses. Dude. I did not realize that. Well, part, and swimmers. Yeah, I did not realize that at all. Cause like my cross country runners were like, it was just like the best athletes, and they were like, we also run cross country. 
Yeah. So it wasn't like we had like five like people niche. that went to your school. Yeah, yeah. We only had like five people. We went to we went to state <laughs> the first time my freshman year, or no, it was my sophomore year. Yeah. For the first time for girls, and we had five people on the team. Literally, it was just enough to go to state. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So you tie dyed uh, for cross country. What color did you do? I did orange, orange and white. Ooh. Okay. So the colors I have today are. I'm doing a dark green, okay. orange, and yellow, which I've decided are our brand colors for the podcast. Okay. And so I'm definitely kind of having fun with that and doing some like different designs for the t-shirts. Dope. Um, so I'm excited about that, and y'all will get to see the end results on our social media. So to start off, I want to talk about like what type of fibers you should be using. And I guess when I say fibers... Um, Fibers really encapsulates, like, any, like, it's more of a, like, material descriptor. And so um, when I'm referencing to fibers in this setting, I'm referencing, like, certain types of fabrics. And so to dye, I've dyed fabrics before, but I've never tie-dyed before. Okay. Um, so, like, you can't just go to Wally World and pick up a bag of Hanes. Yeah. So what? You, so basically, what you want is you want denim is easy to um, denim. Denim is easy to dye on. Wow. Wool is easy to dye on, and cotton is your your best um, dyeing fabric. Okay. Things you want to stay away from is polyester. Most uh, t-shirts are going to be like a blend of like cotton and polyester, and polyester is basically made out of plastic, and so it's not going to like stick to that at all. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, and that's why, like, when you get like. Things that are like 100% polyester and that kind of stuff. You can literally put heat on it and it'll melt. Wow. Okay. Um, so you melt your fucking plastic shirt. That's yeah. wild. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And in my fibers class, I made, uh, I had this like girl who, it was long story short, uh, we were enemies and I sent her. <laughs> <laughs> long story short, she was my mortal enemy and I, she will rue the day she crossed me. It's true. So I sent her. I did this, like, hand-woven hand out of, like, yarn. Like, you know, like, in grade school, they'd have you, like, like tie it back and forth here. So then you'd, like, weave it in, in between the, the, like, yarn pieces and shove it down. You'd, like, literally make, like, a piece of fabric. You're so okay. Like... So I did that, and then I embroidered on top of it. I took, like, polyester. Yeah. Polyester, I put that on top of it and uh, melted it because it's plastic. And so it was kind of like this crinkly, like, trash bag look almost. And then I embroidered a middle finger on it and sent it to her. So she just has this, like, wow. textile that's, like, flipping her off. <laughs> that is that is an elaborate way to tell someone to fuck themselves. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, she has it hanging in her bathroom now, so I'm not mad. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. So, uh, but uh, basically polyester, silk, chiffon, and satin are not going to be a great dye. Like, you have to chiffon. do... Yeah. What is chiffon? Uh, did I pronounce that right? Chiff- I have no, I have no fucking idea what chiffon. What it's like it is. it's kind of I like, like the, a, I like this. I mean, I love the name of it. <laughs> it's like the uh, see through, uh, like you know, on like really nice like prom dresses and that kind of stuff. They have the like hollow see through like mesh fabric. Mm. Okay. It's it's similar to it's that. Oh, don't dye that. Don't dye see-through mesh. Yeah, it's okay. again, it's like not it's not like you can dye it, but there's different processes for dyeing that. Okay. 
Um, and so uh, one thing we'll be doing today is, uh, so I got a dark green shirt. I'm watching him. <laughs> Vlad just jumped off on my table where I have a shirt drying, and I'm like, oh, oh I don't know my. About that. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. Meow. <laughs> Sorry, but, dude. Uh, so, um, well, uh, actually, I have a dark green shirt and a yellow shirt. And I, we will be dyeing another color on top of the yellow shirt. So something you want to think about is if you're going to be dyeing on top of another color, that other color will be changing the color that you're dyeing on top of it. Okay. So it's more... Is that what we're going to be like messing with bleach with? With those no, shirts? No, I'm going to do, do a bleach tie-dyeing technique. Okay, so okay. the dark green shirt I will be bleaching, and then the yellow shirt we're going to dye on top. Okay. Um... And so it's, uh, it's, I, if you've ever worked with watercolor, no, 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 not <laughs> once. Sorry. I was, I was on the edge of my seat. Like, okay. If, if I ever work with watercolor, then what? No, <laughs> then okay. what? no, I was, I guess it was a question. If you've ever worked with watercolor, no. you have not. Um, and, uh, it's similar to that and it's a, um, it's an additive technique and uh, it's so it also it also the color can it's not uh, how do I explain it uh, so there's no like white dye really okay on stuff so to get like the variations in color basically you either let it sit longer to get like a deeper color mm-hmm. or um, like for example when we're like dying on top of other things it's not just like a completely like it's not a completely like opaque color so you will be able to see through like the other colors so when you're so when you are dyeing colors on top you want to make sure like you're taking that into account okay. i might that i might be random rambling and just did we even smoke? I don't know if we did. I don't, no, we didn't. We didn't? I no. literally got shipped. I'm not even high right now. And <laughs> Hey, excited. We're excited to die. We just want to tie-dye. That's right. Um, but I will I will get a bowl ready because... Oh, do you want to pause? Yeah. Okay. All right, we loaded a bowl. Hell yeah. Silly us smoking, be- not smoking before our, I know. our podcast about recording, smoking. Recording sober. Is insane shit. That's deranged, uh, what is, uh, Buffalo Bill, would you fuck me, I'd fuck me stuff. Alright, dog. I, I, like, naturally go towards the lighter, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, like, automatically, like, I wanna roast that shit, like, give me all the smoke you can get, like. Bro, I gotta watch myself. I'm a little, I'm a wee little baby. (laughs) It always cracks me up with Mike. I'll, like, <laughs> like, offer the, the lighter, and he's like, no, I got it. And just, like, pulls from that. Takes a little baby hit. Yeah. Like... That motherfucker's rolling. <laughs> you know, <coughs> when I was in prison, it's so funny the terminology they come up with, but, like, this dude that we lock up in SAG, um, my buddy locked him up for, a, like, an actual reason, not, like... Oh, this is a bullshit violation he got. Like, this dude was a blood, and he was, like, pressing people. And we locked him up, and he was like, Yo, Flint. He didn't say Yo, Flint. But for this story's sake, Yo, Flint, you know this is bullshit, dog. And I'm like, not from what I hear. And he goes, Oh, you roll with him? 
And I was like, I don't know what that means. And he goes, you roll with him? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And I guess what that means is, are you going to stay loyal to this person? Which is an insane thing to ask from inside a cell. Yeah. Yeah, also... The dude, you did not know at all, asked you if you were going to stay loyal to the dude that you did know. Yeah. <coughs> what do you expect, brah? And I mean, like, I don't agree with the prison system, but, like, <coughs> this dude was a violent offender. <coughs> Fuck me. <coughs> I have perished. <laughs> Dead deep. <coughs> yeah. Bring it bring it back <coughs> Tumblr, Tumblr 2013. <coughs> R.I.P. <coughs> Mike, have you ever tie-dyed t-shirts? I'm tapping out, bro. You're tapping out? Yeah, what? I'm, I'm good. I'm good for a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna calm down. Uh, when Ariel was on the <coughs> podcast earlier, we just smoked a joint. Yeah. Which is always funny, like, smoking with my friends, because my tolerance is higher yeah. than my friends. And so, like, we were, like, halfway through the joint, and she was like, I'm good. I, like, need to, I need to be done. <laughs> I need to get low, dude. I'm <laughs> I fucking, need to get low. I'm yes. flying kites right now. And I'm like, I just got started. <laughs> you fuck. I've never tie-dyed either. You've never tie-dyed? Mm-hmm. Nope. Damn, we all gonna learn today. I know, right? But you're Fast not. Force. Yeah. True, yeah. We all are coming into this blind. Trial I did research, fire. so You did. I'm w- trusting you. <laughs> Thank you. I've dyed I've dyed fabrics before. I had this um <coughs> I had this skirt for Halloween. I was going as Daphne, um, from Scooby Doo. Okay. And it was kinda it was like uh it was a cool purple, so it had like a blue undertone. And I wanted more of a warm purple with a red undertone. Okay. And uh so I took it, it was already That it is was wild. Already, yeah. So I wanted it to match my other stuff, and so I just dyed it. I mixed uh, just a little bit of brown and purple together and dyed it, and so it just gave it like more of a like warmer tone to it, and How'd so it, it matched out? all my other stuff. How'd it turn out? It, it turned out pretty well. I mm, I think I got rid of it because I was scared to wash it with other things, though, because it looks like something it was going to like bleed. Bad. Oh, So oh, I will yeah. say that is something like I will talk about it more later, but... That is something when you are dealing with these like dyes and stuff, make sure you you rinse them out completely before you put them with other stuff and wash them probably by themselves if you can. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. Uh, or I, don't. Or don't. That's fine too. Just have like completely blue. Everything. Everything. All of it. Uh, it's fun. I mean, that's on you. I'm it's not going to tell you what to do. Fun. <laughs> All right. So what's the What's the first, what are, what are we doing now? What's the first step? So the first step is, I, so to start off, um, hang on. Bro, you're going to burn your fucking thumb doing that shit. Oh my God. Do you guys do couples costumes? No. Um, oh yeah, we did. He was, he was a uh, friend when I was Daphne and we ended up going to the dispensary that day mm. and, uh, there, so I, I was Daphne, he was Fred, and then at the dispensary, there was a Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma. That's pretty groovy, dude. And That's they, pretty they rad. To picture with us. Yeah? So we took a picture with them, and then they gave us, like, all these gift cards. Yeah, they gave oh, us, like, nice. $10 off kind of stuff. Yeah, so that was cool. And also, like, bring it back to, like, old stoner culture, like... Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> like, childhood stoner culture. Yeah. Um, but, uh... What were we talking about? First step. 
First step. Oh, yes. Okay. So to start off, um, to start off, you really want to work with wet fabrics and I will specify if, so, um, with the different techniques. So the flower paste technique, you want to start off with a, uh, you'll, okay. Take it back. I'm going to probably cut that out. Okay. I need, I need to, uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I might leave that in. But, okay, so basically what you're going to do is you have uh, this certain type of salt or ash. It's called soda ash. And it's like, like it looks like just like a bag of salt. And you um, take, uh, like, a tub of water and you mix. Uh, and I would look up, like, my thing said I had one bag and it was probably about a half a cup. Mm, it was probably about a third of a cup of uh, soda ash, and it was two gallons of warm water. And then you stir that all up until it dissolves, and then you put your t-shirts in there. Mm-hmm. And so for most of the techniques, you will want to, once they sit for 20 minutes, they'll sit in that for 20 minutes, and it kind of just like breaks down the fibers a little bit, and it helps um, the the dye like soak in yeah. better. Um <clears throat> So once you do that, they sit for 20 minutes. Then for the flower paste technique, you need to make sure that the t-shirt is completely dry because you'll be putting the flower paste on top of it and uh, that'll need to dry on its own and eventually you're like crumple it up because you need it like a hard texture. Um, so that one needs to be dry, but every other, if you're doing any type of like liquid dye, it is better to work with a wet fabric because it doesn't run as much. You get better color. It just like works much better if you work with, um, if you work with, uh, like damp shirts. So, uh, once you do, once you soak your shirts in soda ash for 20 minutes, um, which if we want to get into, I was kind of curious about like what soda ash was. I thought maybe it was just like another word for baking soda yeah dude i had no idea what the hell that was yeah it it's not um it's a uh it's sodium carbonate um which if you want like the chemical breakdown it is uh uh sodium two and then car uh carbonate uh three carbon three um and then it's an alkali alkali chemical which basically means that it just is a base that dissolves in water and um, there, you can get it from natural soda ash, or they can get it from the mineral turana and sodium car- carbonate bearing brines, um, or they, you can um, actually create like synthetic synthetic soda ash. But honestly, um, it occurs naturally enough, and the synthetic process is hard enough to like manage that it's like cheaper to just do like the natural soda ash. So that's what most people do, um, and. Uh, other than like obviously like fibers stuff, um, it's used to make glass container glass containers, fiberglass, and window glass for like houses, commercial buildings, that kind of thing. Um, it's also used in corn sweeteners, so like pop. Oh no. Um, and it's used in cleaning cleaning products. Oh no. It's also used for like pain and discomfort. So like you can like sit with like a little bit of that and it'll like it's like used to help like relieve pain. Oh. Like Epsom salt. Like you put it in your Yeah, bath. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's similar to that. Um so you want to set your t-shirts in there uh warm water 20 minutes and then once you pull them out uh you want to wring them 
so they're damp but not soaking wet. Uh, and don't rinse them out at all. You want to make sure the, um, that uh, that is able to like seep into the fibers. Uh, and so once you do that, that's when you um, that's when you get into mixing dyes. So that's what we are going to do now. And um, okay, so in front of us we have the bottle. We have two squirt bottles with a red and blue cap for the bleach, which we are keeping separate because obviously if you put bleach on top of the dye, it's not going to work. Um, <laughs> And, yeah. and then we have two packets of powder dye that we, I won't do anything with until uh, we're ready for the ice method. So I have two powder dyes that um, for the ice method, you wanna keep it in powder form. Don't mess with it until you're ready to like put it on the t-shirt because you'll literally put the powder on the t-shirt. Okay. Um, so the, we're going to set those aside until it's time. And then, so then I have four branding colors. I have um, yellow and green, which are two like main colors, um, <clears throat> primary colors. And so for both of those, I, I have uh, green here. And basically what you do, I have like squirt bottles and I got a kit, like a, like a tie dyeing kit. Um, and most of the time they'll give them to you in squirt bottles. Uh, and for my kit, I just fill it up until there's like a half an inch to the top, and then you can just mix it in the bottle and shake it with the water. So you want to do, I believe it's warm water. Where's so so um, for the um, the dye, all you do is put um, a water, and then it has it also has like a line at okay. the top too. Yeah. Did we talk about the fact that we wore crappy clothes? Okay, so we wore crappy clothes because we dyeing fabric is super messy. Yeah. Definitely don't do it. Um, so we had a whole discussion about the fact that we are going outside to actually dye the fabric because it is super messy and it will stain things, like just things in general. Yeah. Um, so I wore like some old horrible looking pants that I wore while working on a roof and a torn workout shirt. Oh, an old cross country shirt. Yes. Speak of the devil. Yes. Um, <laughs> Districts, 2012. Was yeah. that your senior year? That was a good year. That was, that was a good a, year? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, and I wore some like old jeans and an old sweater. Um, but yeah, make sure, so make sure if you're doing it indoors, you're doing it in a space where, um, even like tile, I heard, I, I haven't yeah. experienced it, but I heard that's like, even that's kind of sketchy. Okay. So I think it is worth like, if you can do it outside or you put a tarp down, yeah. do that. It should look like you're about to commit murder. <coughs> For real. Um, can you imagine walking to a room and you're like, oh, someone's about to be, this is a massacre site. I, I'm not going to lie. And then they're like, we're just tie-dyeing shirts. We're just tie-dyeing. Uh, no, like red dye too, like yeah. looks like, like that looks intense. So you're just like red dyeing things yeah. and it's like red like spots everywhere. Have you ever like, um, I guess your wife is a natural redhead. Um, <laughs> If you've ever seen like a girl shower with red hair, yeah. for the first time after they've like box dyed their hair, yeah. it just looks like a fucking massacre wow. in the shower. Like it's like psycho. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was I I remember one time my sister had like a bunch of friends over for a uh, 
for a sleepover one one night and uh my older sister yeah and uh <clears throat> and the next morning i had opened up like those like welch's like can or is it welch's or the grapes yeah okay uh like they're like the frozen cans that you can just like pop open and they have like the frozen like concentrated oh juice. yeah 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 i like popped that open and it was the like red grape juice yeah and so it was like slushy like purplish red stuff just like I, she like walks in in the kitchen and i had spilled it all over the kitchen like right under me so it looked like i was just standing in a pool and, like, of blood. blood yeah like you're she, just bleeding profusely. yeah and i was like i was like mm, 12 at the time she okay. was 16 she was like oh my god what what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you like <laughs> that was that was actually the exorcism that was my first scary movie too that fucked me up too oh did it yeah. I don't think I've ever seen The Exorcism. Is that the one where the girls in bed and throws up everywhere and her head spins around? Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, I, correction. I saw the, like, exorcism of, like, Hannah something. Oh, okay. Um, that, that exorcism is good. Uh, well, it's a classic. I don't fuck with ghost stuff, dude. You don't fuck with ghost stuff? No. Is it a religious thing? Yes. Okay. Demons? No, no. I don't <laughs> fuck with that. At least, I mean, that makes sense to me. Um, I've, I've known people in the past who have been, like, genuinely religious and yeah. are like, oh, yeah, like, I don't give a, I, like, I love scary movies. Like, I don't give a crap about, like, demons and that stuff. Like, That's don't wild to me. Does it not make sense? If you believe in, like, this portion, then wouldn't you believe in the other portion, Those people too? are deranged. Like, you know, I could watch Slashers all day. If I could punch, stab, or shoot it, I'm gonna watch it, because I'm... <laughs> okay, those are all valid fears as well, but you could always learn how to shoot, learn how to shoot well, go to the range, buy a lot of ammo, practice all the time, be safe, or you can learn how to fight, too, you know? Every yeah. Saturday, I get my fucking ass kicked by a... <laughs> Very large, skilled man who's done it for many years. You know? I fucking limp from the gym all the time. And you know how you solve demon problems? You fucking pray? Like, yeah, look, I'm a a Christian, I go to church, I go to Bible study, I read read the good book. But holy shit. I mean, demons, man. No, you know how you solve demon problems? You come become a priest. You become a priest. Yeah, okay, so here's my theory. Oh, because you, you, you're Catholic, so you can't just, like, you don't, you I'm think not, someone has I, to, like, cleanse the yeah, area. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not currently Catholic. I okay. was raised Catholic. I'm no longer, like, practicing any religion. Okay. Um, but you're familiar, like... With Catholicism, I mean, they've yes. had, a, they have, like, a whole, like, fucking team, don't they? Oh, my God. And, and honestly... It, that would be an episode in itself if we want to talk about it, just like... About Catholicism? Oh, no, 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 like exorcisms oh, and how okay. they've evolved. Because, like, they've started, like, putting regulations on, and now they have, like, they have... Regulations on... On, on exorcisms. Exorcisms, wow. Yeah, well, and part of it is just because exorcisms got so popular in the media that basically, like, everybody was like, oh, I'm slightly uncomfortable. It makes sense that I might be possessed by something. Yeah. I should just, like, get an exorcism and, like, oh, I'm good the next day. I just, like took my placebo pills and I'm good, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so they started having to have, like, regulations on the exorcisms because basically so many people were being like, like, I need to be, like, exercised. I don't know how you say that, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Motherfucker, go on a run. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Get some therapy. Yeah. If you can afford that. Um, 
But yeah, so basically people were like doing it too much and they were like, okay, well, to regulate it, they started that the priest has to like come check you out. And then on top of it, they also have to have a like psychiatrist there too, to like make sure it's not like a mental, yeah. something going on mentally. Um, and so uh, basically like, they, uh, I think it was like the 80s is when they started doing it. But like before that, the last time they like ever, the church ever like, like did any type of like regulation or anything of exorcisms was in the 1600s. Oh, shit. Which is like, yeah. So like, it was like some medieval fucking shit. So. I bet they fucking tortured the guy first. Like, you crazy? Like, no, please stop hitting me. Oh my God, mm, yeah. Crazy fuck. Well, and then how many people would just be like, oh yeah, my sister's possessed by the devil and I just don't want to deal with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> she showed her ankles. Devil worship. Devil, devil. So, um, not the point. Basically, when I was in sixth grade, I watched, um, the like uh exorcism of like hannah whatever and the whole thing about it is that it's at like 3 a.m mm-hmm. you um at 3 a.m is when she would like wake up and smell like burning toast yeah and then she'd like and and that's when like stuff would start happening and that's when she like quote unquote got possessed mm. um and so i literally that the two weeks after that i would wake i would stay up until 4 a.m so I could miss the 3 a.m. mark and not have to worry about waking up because if I'm already up past 4 a.m., then I won't wake up at 3 a.m. And what so the fuck? I stayed up till 4 a.m. for like two weeks in sixth grade because I was like, I cannot get possessed by the devil. Um, <laughs> I'm fucking smarter ag- than you. I'm not on my agenda today. <laughs> shit, dude. That is some wild shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it also started... Do you think that you were possessed when you did that shit? Do I think I was possessed? Yes, because that is some wacky stuff. No, I think I was uh, scared. And honestly, it really started me on a long journey with, like, horror movies. I, like, like I, like, dropped it after that and then came back, like, yeah. a year later and was like, fuck yeah, horror movies, I'm here for it. Wow. That would not be my reaction. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to talk about some different, um, some different, uh, like, scrunching t-shirt techniques so before each teacher t-shirt uh, is ready you need to make sure you need to make sure that it's like wrung out yeah um because so the idea is is that you want it wet enough so the dye doesn't bleed everywhere because it'll bleed more if it's dry but you don't want it too wet that it can't handle any more liquid so um you want it just like damp enough after you take it out and honestly, this shirt, I uh, I put it in there with a dark green shirt that I got from the um, store, and it nice. <laughs> already dyed it a nice. little bit. So uh, we are kind of starting off with a color on this one. Uh, we have other t-shirts that are going to start off like completely white, too. So this one we'll just have to take in consideration. So uh, the first technique I'm going to talk about with this one is mm, do you want this one to be your t-shirt sure okay which would you like would you like a spiral technique the scrunch technique the accordion technique or the circle spot technique let's do the spiral the spiral okay so where would you like the spiral to be on your shirt right in the middle right in the middle okay ah sorry so for this technique, um, how many more times can I say technique? Ah, 
so for this, uh, basically what you'll do is you want to grab where you want the spiral to be. So you said you wanted it in the center, right? Yep. All you do is take, pinch, like just a little bit, take it and spin it into literally a spiral like this. And okay. it'll just bunch up on its own and you want it to form into like almost kind of like a, like a fat, flat, like circular shape. And so it'll bunch here. Okay. Um, and then what you'll do is take your rubber bands and you want to, basically you'll make like an asterisk sign. And so you'll uh, do three rubber bands crossing each other and try to, if you can, try to keep it in like the flat circular shape. Okay. Because what you'll do later with the die is um, it basically makes kind of like a... Uh, it looks like the game Family Pursuit. Have you ever played that? Or what is it? Um, is it Family Pursuit? Pursuit? It's like a pie. It has like pie, like little like pie pieces. Mm. Uh, okay. Just called Pursuit. Then. Pursuit. Yeah. Um, and it had like little like, it was like a game. Uh, it was like a board game and it had like little like pie pieces and you like, it was like a trivia game. Oh, okay. Trivia Pursuit. That's trivia what it was. There it is. Yeah, I know. Tri yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. I just didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> family Pursuit. Family Pursuit. Well, I always Please played it Please don't pursue with... my family. <laughs> I always played it with my family. You're getting like life and trivial pursuit. Life. Life Pursuit? Life. Are you pursuing life? <laughs> Is that the point of that game? Family pursuit. You just took your family on the run because <laughs> you don't want to be murdered or something by the cartel. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, that was that's a terrible. Yes, we're, I'm watching Ozark right now. That's all I can think about. It's so good. Oh my god! We're almost at the end. I can't get her to watch it. Oh, it's so I, good. I don't. I'm like as somebody from Missouri. Yeah. yeah, as somebody from Missouri, I'm like I just like don't want to take part in that. I no, just, no one acts like that in Missouri. Okay, no. there is, and I, I tweet about this, because there was an episode where this kid with Down syndrome goes to Walmart, and he's like, I want an assault rifle, and they give him one, they're like, would you like a high-capacity magazine with that? Okay, it's not McDonald's, but that would be super cool if they did that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? If it was no. that easy, in five minutes, I could buy an AR with a 30-round magazine? That'd be dope, dog, and it's not fries. Like, would you like, one, no one calls it that. Who has them? No one. Not a single human being who owns guns calls that. That That's some propaganda stuff. But also, <laughs> that's a, uh, if you yeah. would, yes, if you offered, like, if you did, like, would you like fries with that? Fuck yeah, dude. I would like some fries with that. <laughs> I would like the high-capacity magazine. That's right, dude. AR. No, it was a 30 round. That's standard. Give me a break. No background check. Yeah, no background <laughs> check, please. Takes me a fucking week. This is Missouri. Hell yeah, yeah. They, they make it look so like the Langmores. Oh my gosh, I don't know oh shit God. about fuck, which is my favorite thing ever to say now. <laughs> okay, so for the next technique, this is going to be um, this is going to be actually the shirt that we bleached, but I'll show you. Okay. It'll I'll show you a different like folding technique for how to um, uh, tie it. So this one is called the accordion technique, and basically what you do is fold it back and forth so it's like okay. Literally, it just looks like an accordion. This is the one we're bleaching. Yes. Okay. And I think I'm low-key just going to do, like, a couple stripes across this chest so it, like, counters these stripes. Okay. 
we'll see. I'm not, I'm like, really, this is just all an experiment. I'm not going to lie. I might, we'll see if I, I guess, I don't know if I want to post them all because they might turn out really bad. No, you, you have to commit now, dog. <laughs> I do. I already said I was going to post them, so to I got to. You have to. Okay. And so for this one, I just want like the stripes across this chest. So all I'm going to do is put bands across the chest. Okay. And the bleaching technique is like super fucking easy. So it doesn't have very many steps. So I don't really necessarily, um, since it's only, it's, since that's more of a reduction, the bleaching is a reduction process. Um, you, uh, basically if you want, like, so I have a green shirt that I'm going to bleach and I want, uh, white stripes on it and like on the chest. It's a good band. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah, dude. True. Um, <clears throat> And so uh, basically what I'm going to do is I'm uh, tying off my, just the stripes I want on the chest. And then all I have to do is put uh, bleach down where I want it to take away. So I have a green shirt and I want white. So I don't have to touch anything other than the like bands where I'm putting the white on. Okay. Um, and so it's just a lot easier process because instead of like having to cover the whole thing i'm only like doing the parts i want to take away right i hate i'm i'm not i like that's my one thing with like fibers even when i we like dyed wool and um i've dyed like i talked about i dyed that like skirt and stuff yeah i will not wear gloves just because like i need to like feel the fabrics like i'm i need to like really be, yeah i'm okay. like Ter I'm, like, terrible at, like, working with gloves just because, like, I'm a very, like, hands-on type of artist. Okay. Um, so... Feel all the materials. Yeah. Uh, don't use gloves at your own risk, I guess. I'm yeah. telling you to use gloves, but mm, I'm also not using gloves myself. <laughs> gloves are incredibly uncomfortable. I hated wearing them doing searches. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was just all day sweaty, smelly hands. Yeah, I'm sure. Oof. Okay. Okay, so then the other technique, um, oh, so I also did one earlier where I laid the shirt out and wax um, is actually, uh, uh, it helps like, re uh, like you can put it down and the dye won't seep into that part of the fabric. So basically it'll like leave that spot white. And so what I did is lay the shirt flat and then I literally just took like little like tea candles and and melted them and just like poured them over the shirt and where that waxes it will leave it white and then i took rubber bands and laid the shirt out flat and then accordion folded it accordion folded it um top to bottom and then put bands across that and stripes horizontally so now i you'll see a picture on the instagram where it's like just like a log and it has like like bands on it so that'll create like up and down stripes and then it would also have the pattern of the wax on top of it. Yeah. So that is that one. And then I'm not going to do the circular spots mess, um, method yeah. Yeah. just because I wasn't interested in that. Uh, that's for the screen printing. Oh. Uh, I wasn't interest, interested in that design. Yeah. It's like just creates like ring, like white rings on your thing. So you could have like a polka dotted shirt yeah. or something like that. Having Fruit Loops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think that's it for the di different methods. Okay. Oh, the scrunch method. So for the ice, okay, so I will actually grab the t-shirt for the ice. 
method. Which um, you can also find, I can, I literally just like typed into Pinterest like ice tie-dyeing method and you can get like good tutorials for that and that kind of thing if this is too chaotic but I kind of wanted to use it more as like a jumping off point for people to like learn about like okay this is like a different method that I, that like I, yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, so after squeezing it out, I lay the t-shirt flat. And then for the scrunch method on, since the, so basically how the ice method works is um, you uh, scrunch up your t-shirt and then you have, so basically you need a t-shirt, uh, the powdered fabric dye that I talked about earlier, a cooling rack, and then a large plastic bin, but I'm just gonna use my sink. Um, and what will, how it works is um, you scrunch it up and I'll show and I'll talk about the scrunching method here in uh, just a second and then you set the t-shirt on the rack in your bin and then you set the ice evenly throughout your t-shirt and then you to um, it kind of depends on what you want out of the results but if you want a more even look out of out of the like ice method then spreading the dye on evenly, mm -hmm. like just a powder, sprinkling the powdered dye on evenly, yeah. um, will give it a more even look, uh, like result in the end. But if you want more like variation in your color, like especially if you use like colors like black, where it's that's like literally to create black dye, it's a combination of all colors. And so when you get like wow. variations with that, and then within that. Um, you could end up getting some like blues and purples and in your black. Like, yeah, within your black. Okay. Um, but so um, uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna actually use the orange and yellow. And with the orange, it might be kind of interesting because I might get some. It might get some reds in there too. So I'm kind of interested in that. Um, so for this one, you for the scrunching technique, what you would basically do is you want to start from the middle and then crumple out and but what you would basically do is just like take your fingers and pull in so you want like weird little like like another like name for it was like the brain technique because you want like weird little like crumply things within it Bolt. yeah and then yeah. you'll just take you'll just take the um the ties and take it on like the like puckering and the fabric and you'll just like tie up the puckering and the fabric I think I'm going to do like a half fold accordion technique because I liked the, um, I saw a method where uh, they took the ice dye and then it did like a bleed, especially with the orange and yellow, it'll like bleed orange into yellow. Oh, okay, and bleed. yeah. It kind of makes it look like it's bleeding with the ice method. Yeah, it sounds awesome, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to do another accordion fold with that. Okay. Sorry, you're just standing here. <laughs> oh, no, that's all right. We literally, this table we literally found on the side of the road. Somebody was like gonna like get rid of it. And um, Mike's daughter uh, was like going on a walk and she like found it and she like texted him and was like, hey, there's a table on the side of the road here. That's a pretty insane thing to just throw away. I know, I'm low key, like I found so much furniture that, um, though that white chair over there. Yeah. Um, that was, I found that in a pair I have in my um, office. Uh, I found that on the side of the road. That's wild. Yeah. Honestly, just going to like rich communities here in Kansas city. <laughs> um, people just like throw out old furniture. I, so this lady, we, um, she had a bunch of furniture there. I got, um, 
she had some like dresses and stuff too but um she was just getting rid of it and i like could not believe it it was her mother's um 1940s uh antique vanity what a fucking wild thing to throw away and and she was like that person like feels nothing oh my god yeah i was that like person, she was like i'm that just person's getting, dead on the inside holy like, shit i'm just getting rid of this like i don't want it anymore and i was like i'm moving like out to utah or something like that i was like what like i'll take this yeah for sure can you imagine <laughs> like what a special thing you could share with your kids like yeah we had to move to utah I brought this, your great-grandmother's vanity from 1940 all the way with us. I've went in like, oh no, I'm just going to throw it away, it's fine. Yeah, somebody can take it, free stuff. What a fucking... Which also like... I hate it. And not even that, but also like, if you're moving, that's expensive. That shit's like, I mean like, you could probably... You could sell it. Yeah, for like, at least 200 bucks. I mean, if you're going to be a heartless fucking, you know... (laughs) shell of a human being at least get some money out of it yeah fuck that's wild yeah but also i'm sorry i'm just getting i'm trying to get over that (laughs) but also that's like some like some of the favorite my like favorite pieces of furniture Mm -hmm. i've like just found on the side of the room (laughs) yeah i think i'm getting more like sentimental about legacy yeah is it like a getting older thing for you or maybe dude i don't know like my birthday's next month and i'm almost like i'm almost 30 now i'm fucking i'm 27 years old that's why that's not almost 30 almost, almost 30, 30 is like that's the wrong side of 25 <laughs> yeah honestly me and my friend were talking about uh actually ariel um who was on the podcast earlier we're talking about um the fact that like we so she the day she turned 21 is when the bars shut down around here and so Shit, and, dude. and then we've been in covid for two years and we're almost 20 uh, we're i'm 23 and i'm gonna be turning 24 here um in august yeah and uh oh, so you guys like didn't really get to ex- you got like a bullet of the club scene yeah so we i mean like i was 21 a couple months before like a little while before and, COVID like, hit. you probably got in before that too I no, I did really? one thing. I did um I did Funky Town, which is the like seventies themed bar here oh, in town. No. Really? Which was super fun. I loved it. But that was all I did because I was busy with like school and stuff. So by the time I was like ready to do stuff, we were like in the middle of COVID. And so we were talking about the fact that like we really haven't had like early twenties like go out and party phase because like it's yeah. been COVID the whole time and like, like bars are alright, but clubs were so stupid lame oh COVID. my god and even even if i like i mean i didn't even want to go to clubs like just like that's like a cesspool of just germs and shit and like i yeah. know i love it so filthy <laughs> i love it uh yeah so i mean like it's we people we were talking about the fact that like we're gonna be 25 soon and we like didn't get any like it's been like majority of our like, early 20s have been in covid I just found out kegs are super cheap, so when I move, I'm going to throw a kegger. Ah, uh, yes. I'm a, a housewarming kegger. Yeah, I've, that's, honestly, that was the whole point of me getting a house this year, which... Was partying? Yeah, I was, yeah. like, fortunate enough to be like, I can afford a house. And Did I, you ever go to my little party, or my parties at that shoebox apartment? No, I didn't. Oh, dude, they were fun. I, and that was my thing, too, is, like, 
I didn't really party at all in college just because I was, like, so fucking busy with other stuff. Yeah. That, like, I was like, okay, cool. I'll get to party, like, once I get a full-time job. And, like, it's been fucking COVID. So, like, Mm -hmm. I've been, like, ready to party and no parties around. What the hell? Damn, dude. But, yeah, I'm definitely down. We'll have one. So, and I'm, I'm definitely going to have some, like, especially, like, warmer weather and that kind of stuff. I'm going to have some parties around here, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, excited to, like, socialize again. I've been, like, slowly, like, reaching out to, like, old friends and that kind of yeah. thing. It's been nice. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the opposite. <laughs> I'm hermiting, actually. You're hermiting? Yeah, Aww. I talk to less people every day, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. The people who are in it now... That's good. That's a good number. No one else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I recently just talked to one of my other friends and, uh, or got back in contact to one of my other friends and we were talking about the fact that like, um, he was, he was just like, I know I'm super social. I know I'm an extroverted personality. However, I do not want to add any more friends to my friend group. I'm already overwhelmed with what I have. Yeah, I like I'm good. I don't need a need I don't need more people in my yeah. in my life. And he was like, it sounds harsh, but also like people quit liking me so much and I was like, ah, woe you. Like yeah. everybody likes you so much. Boo hoo. <laughs> but I thought that was funny. And you guys are very different personalities, so it's kinda it's kinda funny to hear like the same thing come from both of you. Dude, I'm I'm done, like, even on Twitter, like, I used to be really big into the, the liberty community, like, the anarchist community, and now I'm just like, I don't know, I don't have another, I don't have another moment of time to talk about fucking theory with you people. We're all friends here, we all believe in vaguely the same thing. Let's just not talk about fucking politics <laughs> one day. Yeah, I feel like I've, especially with, like, seasonal depression happening, I've gotten very loose with how I've taken my news in the sense of like like i give myself like one thing to think about of Mm -hmm. news or like political thing that day and that's and part of it too is like you're a lot more political person than i am i'm not a political person at all and so i've just been like very limiting myself because i I, just like cannot deal with that right now that is not something i individually am going to be dealing with I used to like right it so now. much. It still is entertaining. It still is the funniest show on television right now. But true, it's true. just so so much. There's just too much content. Yeah, I I think I'm just like over- I'm overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I, yeah, I'm overwhelmed. I'm very overwhelmed in a negative way. I think so. It's too much laughter. <laughs> too much fun. We're having fun. All right, I'm gonna pause this, and we are going outside to die. You want some? Hell yeah, I do. Mike walked in with. Uh, circular ice and Hot whiskey. Dog. What kind of whiskey? It's the coffee. It's coffee the coffee malt. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Hot I know you don't like ice, but yeah. I, I like the circular ice though. I'm, yeah, I didn't know you could buy that. I'm all here I, for. I didn't know you could buy circular ice. Oh yeah. Have that you uh, Have you had uh, whiskey rocks? Uh, so the whiskey stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, after talking about religion and eternity. Yeah. <laughs> what well, don't we talk about Batman? Talk. Religion and eternity. Whiskey. Yep. Um, I think that was it while we were dying. Yeah. While talking we were about, dying outside. Talking about, yeah, while we were dying outside. We talked about sex. We did sex. talk about sex Yeah, we did talk, 
Yeah. Yeah. Where so um, you experienced none of that. You did none of it. <laughs> you are not real friends. If we get if we have more, this than, is a rude awakening. <laughs> if we get like more than five fans, we might do a Patreon, but that won't be on what there. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. That's that's the goal. More than that's five. The goal. <laughs> Shit. One dude's giving us twenty bucks for every month. All right. Yeah, it's just one guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's just patron. It's actually just a sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, patron. We love you. Thank you, Manon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tie dyeing. <clears throat> Tie dyeing. So we went outside and basically, like, you take the bottles, you squirt them all over. I'm high at this point. Oh um, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you take the bottles, you squirt them all over, and oh, um, yeah. we talked about sex earlier. Yeah. Right now. Swear to love you. <laughs> Very fucking groovy. I can't. Um, so uh, on certain ones, like the spiral ones, I yeah. made sure to like flip them over because I wanted the design on the front and the back. Okay. Um, so make sure you do that. Uh, so after putting the dye all over everything for the ice method, um, I put ice down first and then I literally just took the packets of uh, like the powder dye and sprinkled it all over and I chose to do it in a more like sporadic way just because I do want that variation in color so um, I'll be kind of interested to see how that turns out and then um, the bleach for my three striped t-shirt the thin one uh, I decided to uh, just put it around the um, around the bands is where I put the bleach. And then um, for Flint's yellow t-shirt, I bleached it first and then I put a little sporadic yellow on top of that and then did uh, the like emerald bluish green we mm. had yeah. um, on the two sides of that. So that was kind of multi-layered. And yeah. then, um, that creates some cool effects. Yeah, so I'm interested to see how that turns out. And then, so everything everything has to sit for at least 12 hours. Um, uh, the iced t- uh, tie-dye shirt, I'm going to let sit for 24 hours. Um, the bleach, I'm only going to let sit for 12 to 15 hours. And then the regular tie-dyes can be up 12 to 24, depending on how saturated you want the colors yeah so i'll probably leave it to 24 because i want my colors like pretty vibrant okay um and then what you'll do after is take each t-shirt wash everything out and then you so you don't want to wash it wash it by itself first otherwise it'll like stain all the stuff yeah Yeah. and then um uh yeah, I think that's it. Just wash and dry it, and then wash and dry it itself. Once you dry it, that, like, sets everything in. So, honestly, probably what I'll do is I'll, like, wring everything out, dry it on a super high heat, and then wash it by itself like normal. Oh, so that uh, color, like, real, really sticks. Yeah, it, like, okay. sets in with yeah. the dryer, which is also a good laundry tip if you, y'all don't know laundry. Um, don't dry anything with a stain on it because that will set in the stain. Okay. So, so just keep it damp. Yep, keep it damp. Keep rewashing it. Yep, if you can. Um, but yeah, uh, and that's kind of it. I I will have to come back and probably uh, give you all an update on what they look like at the end. 
Hey everybody, this is Rose after the 24 hours and I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about the process after I uh, cleaned everything up. So to start off, I took the shirts that were sitting outside and uh, Flint and I had just put them outside to like sit overnight. Um, so I brought them in and completely rinsed them out until the water was clear in the sink because that stuff will stain anything it can get on. Um, so I completely rinsed them out until the water is clear and then I put them in the dryer just to set the stains for about a half an hour uh, or until dried. And then after that, I did the silk screen method and you can find each method with the silk screen method labeled on our Instagram. If you would like to find any of the processes, I will also be doing graphics to kind of make a clear like start to finish on how we did each tie dyeing method. So on our Instagram, you will find the different methods um, and the silk the finished product with the silk screen printing. And so for the silk screen, I took an embroidery hoop, uh, tightened that with a I had a thicker I had thicker pantyhose that I used for a like winter job. However, I think if I were to do it again, I would probably go with a bit thinner pantyhose. And then I traced my design on the pantyhose, covered everything but what I want the design to be with white paint. Let that dry so it creates like almost a wall in between the paint and the t-shirt. And so then I scraped using acrylic paint and it's a one-to-one -one ratio of acrylic paint and fabric softener and I scraped that over the silk screen where my design is and it um the first time I actually just scraped it uh it didn't work quite as well and part of it too I think it's because I had the thicker pantyhose however um I took that, wash it, and as far as washing it in between, you don't necessarily have to wash it every time in between, but if you're going to let it sit, you definitely need to wash it. And I just put it in just like a little bit of water at the bottom of my sink and like like swished it around because you don't want to like put too much pressure on the pantyhose, otherwise it'll loosen it up and your design won't be the same. So, um, so I just switched it around and then I would use the that silkscreen design again on the next t-shirt. And I actually found better luck when I would either like brush the paint through the with like an actual paintbrush through the design. Or I just took a paper towel and like squished the paint through the design. And that's how I got the finished product. And then for the final thing, I before you wash it with any other clothes, make sure you wash them by their them themselves and make sure they're not like bleeding everywhere because I have had luck. But I've have had bad luck where um I've just thrown dyed products in with other clothes and it's like completely ruined whites and that kind of thing. So please be wary of that. And uh thank you guys for listening. I would love to hear all your guys's 
uh, results if you try it. Please email, uh, post, use our hashtag um, if you try it, and we will definitely feature. We'd love to see your guys' products. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Sorry, guys, but I'm not going to spend the night. No. <laughs> I know you're disappointed. I would be too. Do you have plans tonight? Want to see a couple? Ooh. Yeah. What's uh? What's we've, we've been seeing them a minute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you guys like going out and then like hanging out at home afterwards, yeah, or we're like just? Oh, where are you going? Uh, just a Mexican restaurant. Down, yeah. Uh, it's close by. It's the third date though. Oh, so it's like the date. Yeah. <laughs> it's the date. I do. Do you follow the third date rule? No, I don't. Do you follow the third date? Fuck wrong? no, dude. <laughs> I get it in when I can. <laughs> what are we doing? Pitter patter. Let's get at her. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for that. I'm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, Is this like a swinging situation or? A... We are just poly in general. We did date separately for a while, but we decided that maybe we should just try it with couples for a minute. So. It's been a good experience. They're really cool people. We yeah. like them a lot. They're interesting. We're... How do you meet? How do you meet them? There's an app actually. It's called Three Fun. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yes, Fun. you could find unicorns. Just asking for friends. Yes. <laughs> you could find other couples. You know, it's really just depends on what you want to find. Three Fun. Yep. The number three and then F U N. Cool. It is cool. We're not dude. sponsored. That's yeah, fine. No, no sponsor. You can if you want. Sponsor my genitals. <laughs> we're definitely not getting it out. That's fine. <laughs> but um, and we're gonna. your genitals pay? That's right. Hey, <laughs> well, we're about to find out, sponsors. Hey, didn't Taylor Swift like insure her leg? Or it was rumored that she like insured her legs for like two million dollars. Are you something? fucking kidding me? She, it was rumored. Not oh, actual. I was about to say <laughs> wild shit. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, honestly, like. Are they worth $2 million? Maybe. I think mean, she can sing without her legs. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It would, I mean, like, it would make the overall performance a lot harder, though. But more difficult. Be more inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, okay. Wrapping up, okay. Um, we're going to, yeah, we're definitely going to have an episode on, like, on me being a degenerate. Yeah. Filthy and disgusting. Your situationships. Okay. Um,. And uh, so, y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay tuned for that, I yeah. guess. And but wrapping up with the tie dye. Any last thoughts? Any last questions? I can't wait to see him. Yeah. Yeah. And the, do you feel like? Did you do you think you had more fun? Would you rather like just go in and do it, or do you think you had more fun like structured? I. It's good to know what you're gonna get. Yeah. It's not a box of chocolates. You know what the fuck is going to happen when you do something now. Yeah, true. And I think, like, I was really nervous about... I... It's kind of in, like, the pottery sense of, like, you don't know... Like, you can't see it until it's done. Whereas, like, with paintings, you're, like, working as you're going. And it's, like, that is what it's going to be. Yeah. There's no, like, final reveal of, like, this red is going to change into a clear coat or something like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like... This is kind of a final reveal. That art stresses me out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That sounds very stressful. Yeah. Because what if you get shit at the end? Yeah, and you're like, I spent 10 hours doing this, and this is not what I wanted. Yeah. So, um, but also, I mean, it is fun. It's just a hobby, hobby stuff, so I guess don't take it too seriously either. Don't stress, dog. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so any, any final thoughts for the week? Anything you want to leave our listeners off with? I hope we all get laid. I hope we all... I, I hope mean, we all get laid, too. Yeah, dude. If it's appropriate for you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, well, uh... Some people don't want to get laid. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but, uh, no, I am going to probably try to do another one of these before I go to Childerberg. In, yeah. Uh, in May. That'll be cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to take you sometime. But, uh, so, thanks for coming on. Plugs? Oh, Yes. Uh, follow the podcast at uh, Blaze Break the Pod. I think I have to look this up every time. Hang You'll on. find it eventually. Um, oh, Blaze Break underscore Pod. Okay. Twitter. Oh, your underscore boy underscore Flint. Your oh. is you are. <laughs> I changed it. Do you remember what the podcast Twitter is? I'm sure it's the same. Blaze, I think it's Blaze Break underscore Pod. Okay. And then um, our email is uh, blazebreak dot the pod at gmail dot com. You're right. It's the same as the Instagram. It is the same as the Instagram. Yeah. Cool. So Instagram and Twitter handles are the same. What's yours? And then mine is uh, we call a rose it where is. underscores where spaces are supposed to be. Pass the test. I did it! Uh, I think I got a B plus this time. You did. And we're done. <laughs>